If you or anyone around you are affected by the subjects of today's podcast, you can reach out to get help, advice or support from our charity partners, Women's Aid, at womensaid.org.uk or the Yorkshire-based organisation IDAS at idas.org.uk. You can also find these links and reach out to us directly via our website, takebackthebeat.co.uk or email us at takebackthebeat.co.uk tour at gmail.com that's take back the beat tour at gmail.com hello hi there welcome back to, to take, take back, back the beat voice notes no. <laughs> i knew you were gonna go low so you i went high and i felt like that was a really good harmony there. i think that was like outstanding like, God, guys, you don't even realise the talent that is doing Andrew this. Lloyd Webber, you know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, why am I not in, like, a musical? Yeah. God. How are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we are so hot. Like, full disclosure, guys, I am stuck to my chair and Farah is half naked. Listen, it's, um, it's not it's funny. It's a fun game. And I don't care. If you're listening, no, I do care. But I'm tired. <laughs> And I am hot. And all these people hot that are like, I don't mean to moan because it's... No, I'm going to moan. It's too fucking hot. It's too hot. I never asked for this. Like, no, we're not yeah. used to this shit. I mean, for, I said, 40 degrees is not okay. Sorry, but it's, it's not. not. Okay. It's, it's okay when you're on holiday and you've got like a cocktail in your hand and there's a pool and there's a beach. Lush. When you've got to do like public transport or you've no. actually got to do work. No. No. Is it me though or is it a no. different heat? I'm sorry, but it's not a holiday yeah. heat. I could no, stick is, my bikini on now and sit in, sit in the garden and it's not the same heat. It's not the same. At all. Um, no, the problem is like I'm just constantly worried about my dogs in this heat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just I'm just okay. tired. Like, thank God that we don't yeah. have like a live Zoom because I look. You look beautiful. I love you, but I am tired. You can tell I'm tired. Like my my eyes are half shut for sure. Um, this this is when I can do my MS advert voice. But I um I was up yeah. at two o'clock this morning and I had a cold shower because. I just couldn't. I, I, I felt like my body was just on fire. That didn't really do much. I didn't even flinch. I was that no. hot. It was a dead, like, cold no. shower, and I didn't even flinch. And then at f- 20 past five <laughs> this morning, after literally, like, yeah. taking all the sheets, all the pillows off my bed, and just starfishing naked, I got up and got um, about 10 ice cubes in a tea towel, because oh, I didn't know what okay. else to do, and just put them all over me. <laughs> And I still couldn't sleep. Right. Um, so I'm running on nothing. I'm gigging tonight. So they're going to get my Louis Capaldi impressions tonight. Yeah. Um, we just Before we jumped on the Zoom, we were going through all the songs that we love to sing when we're tired or feeling a little bit under the weather. And yeah. it's, it is a hoot. Like, yeah. all songs just come down like three octaves. Well. Yeah. yeah. I'm going just under. That's <laughs> where I'm at. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Louis Capaldi, watch, your fucking, for you. watch yourself. So I'm guessing on a scale of uh, <laughs> one to a whole jar of Biscoff, your Biscoff's just completely melted. Yeah, there are, yeah. there is no Biscoff. Um, I'm on yeah. an ice cube trip. An ice cube. Yeah. I wonder if you could freeze Biscoff. Ooh. Oh. What, and I then eat it like it's... ice cream? <gasps> right, do you know what we could do? Sorry. You know how like people <laughs> freeze like coffee and then they put the coffee cubes into like a glass and they're like oh, yeah. extra coffee? That, I wonder if you could freeze... Biscoff in ice 
and then put that in like a coffee. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. I like it. So yeah, mentally, I'm good. Physically, no, it's not all right. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. So, and again, I'm not scared of moaning. All these people that, I don't mean to moan because it's so nice. No, it's not. Go away. Get in the bin. (laughs) You're not normal. So. I so agree. I so agree. I'm tired and sassy today, so there you go. Oh, she's sassy, guys. Uh, On a scale of one to Biscoff or an ice cube, where are you? ice cube. Um, a full disclosure of the podcast, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Not been ideally great. No. But fixing it. I'm on the up. I'm um, very proud of you. You've had a tough week. You. Yeah, I had. I had um, my own private therapist. I went to see her last week to try and get myself back on the headspace that I need to be. And then finally, Talking Therapies NHS, my 47-week wait list. Woo! Oh, Managed man. to get an appointment. Um, I mean that's great, I, but it's also not great. <laughs> Such a long, long waiting list. Um, but I've got uh, starting therapy for my PTSD with them, which is good. Um, so yeah, I'm on. I'm on the up. It's just been a rocky road. You're on the right path, um, though. Yeah, I like. I kind of. I'm trying to be more open about what I need, mm-hmm. which is really alien for me. Um, like stuff like I've messaged. Like I messaged you, and I was like. I feel like shit. This is exactly how I feel. Yeah. Whereas usually I would just be like, oh, I'm fine. Like the world is like everyone yeah. has bigger problems than just me. Um, so I am on. The no, earth. you have. You've been. Re- I've. You've been really like open with me this. I mean, you are open with me anyway. But yeah, but this like week, like when I've been checking in with you, you have like you haven't yeah. held back in the sense of how you felt in in a good way. Yeah, which and usually I would. You'd you'd give me half. Yeah, um, or I'd be like, I'm fine, like I am actually yeah, fine. Yeah, you'd tell me, yeah. and you'd be like, but I'm fine. I'm like, but you're not. So yeah. you've been, I think you've took a good step this week, good step forward. Yeah, it's it's just keeping busy in it and kind of like, even like I put myself out there, so I'm really proud of this because I don't usually do this, but like a friend of mine had like half mentioned about like popping over to see them. And then I was like, oh, you don't really mean that. You know, one of the things that people say like, oh, we should hang out, and then you don't. And then actually I messaged her and was like, did you mean that? Because I am only 10 minutes down the road. And she messed me straight back with like, get yeah. here now, really excited to see you. And I was like, that was really out of my comfort zone. Because mm-hmm. usually I'm like, oh God, they don't really want me there. They just they just said it out of politeness. And then I had the best, best fucking time. I know. Um, I was like, oh, I want to be there. It was all the people I, oh, it was all the girls, wasn't it? And yeah. I'm like, oh man. Jazz and Leanne. It was yeah. just really bloody lovely. Um, Miss you, so girlies, if you're listening. Yeah, we miss, oh God, just absolute worldies. And just, it was just really nice. Like, I I left and I was like, uh, before I'd met them, I'd wanted to just have a good cry. And then when I left, I was in such a better mood. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was good. So I'm kind of like, I was like basically drowning in Biscoff, mm-hmm. but now I'm probably just going to put like a couple of jars in the freezer. Great. For later. I'm going to try that, by the way. Me too. It's good. It's a good shout. Interesting. Very interesting. interesting. <laughs> we'll come on later and be like, guys, we have taken over the world with Biscoff Ice Cubes. Or Copyright. I'll be like, I threw up. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> <laughs> too much Biscoff. Oh, God. Sorry. I am I have to apologize on this, uh, this uh, podcast today. I'm going to call it a cough cast. Ooh. Because fuck me. I am coughing like there is no tomorrow. It's not COVID. Um, just really bad hay fever. And then Aiden, the little shit, he had a cold. 
And he said to me, he was like, oh, this cough. And I was like, don't give it to me. Mm-hmm. And then he gave it to you. What? I mean, the little bastard Sharon, went on tour and Sharon left me is Karen. this present. <sighs> so, um, yeah, I'm on like all the Benadryl for the hay fever and then like buttercup cough syrup and all the Jakemans, you know. Build um, me up. So I do a Good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I've got a Boots <laughs> Pharmacy in my boot, you know. Um, but I'm really excited about today's podcast. I like, am. I'm going to call it a cough cast because I do apologise in advance for how much I'm... I'm going to try and edit out all my coughs, but... That just might never be a thing. I um, mean, you can't edit a cough <laughs> she out, she says on on point. Um, it is what <laughs> it know. is. Cough, cough, cough. Things happen, yeah. so, you know. Yeah. But we've got um, an amazing woman who, uh, her name is Sarah. She is the founder, producer, promoter, one woman show that is uh, the Out and Wild Festival, which amazing. I spoke about a few weeks ago that I yeah. did. Um, and it was a, a lesbian festival um, in Wales. It was completely like inclusive. Like anyone could go. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an ally and I, I went and I um, man- like, was really lucky to be asked to perform and I met some really cool people and it's very like they're very open it's not just if you identify as lesbian or queer it's yeah anyone um but she is literally I rocked up and she had like she'd done something to her foot so her leg was in like one of them horrific moon boots oh. and on crutches and she was still like running around like a blue ass fly just in complete control of the whole thing so I was like she's a ledge and then I got talking to her after my performance and told her about take back the beat mm-hmm. And she literally was like, I'd love to come on and talk about my story. And I was like, we've never had a person from the LGBTQ community. No, we haven't, community. no. So I am really excited. I'm very excited to meet yeah. her. Um, I do, um, we do like just a little, not a warning, but just kind of a thing that we think that she, it would be very much about the journey after rather than the actual events. Yeah. Um, which is absolutely fine. Like we are, this podcast is for anyone to tell their story, no matter what part of the story you want to tell us. Absolutely. So, um, Shall we bring Sarah Let's in? Let's bring her in. Yay. Okay. Yay. Sarah. Hey, babe. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, how are you? Are you okay? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah. We're good. Apart from hot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Farah's like dying in a corner of sweat. So. Yeah. I'm struggling. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny if I'm wearing pants. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That is absolutely fine. You have that right, babe. You do you. You do you. Listen, I've cut it off so you you can only see my head. So, you know, (laughs) I'm being respectful, but I'm also melting. So, Sarah's like, what kind of podcast have I come on, guys? I love this. It's a great way of starting a podcast right there. Well, there you go. I love this. Um, So, yeah, I am so sorry. Someone keeps trying to WhatsApp me. Please, no. Go away. Busy. You're too popular. Um, I'm so popular. As you should be, babe, as you should be. Do you know what I mean? Just not in this heat, not for me. I'm okay. Um, so, I met Sarah doing your incredible festival, which I actually spoke about a few podcasts ago. So, um, how did it go? Were you happy with everything? Yeah, do you know what? I think for the first year, um, we created something really quite spectacular. Um, and Great. we put it together in just a few months, uh, all as volunteers, all around day jobs, some of us several day jobs, um, other volunteer yeah. roles, families. And we're so passionate about what we did. And Out and Wild was a huge success. And we're already planning for 2023. So, Amazing. yeah, already already started planning, already looking at what we're doing. The dates are already confirmed. We're going back to the same site, which, Natalie, you will, I know, um, support how stunning it is. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, back on the same site. 
that's uh yeah the ideal location and uh yeah back in june next year so yeah hopefully natalie uh, if you're interested we'd love to have you back so um, so yeah it was I mean, next time though, I'm coming and I'm staying. I'll be <laughs> yeah, the whole weekend. Absolutely, let's exactly oh. come and enjoy everything the festival has to offer. I literally, I like rolled up to this festival and there was just this gorgeous water everywhere. Nice. And I was like, where am I? Oh, I need to stay lovely. here forever. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming on and talking. To yeah, me. thank you. Not at um, all. Honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, everyone kind of works differently when we do this, like depending on how you want to work. But if you want to just tell us a little bit about what your situation if you want obviously mm-hmm. everything you say is it's a totally safe space if you say anything you then lo- later want cut out just let us Listen know um, and if you need to stop at any point please do but if you want to just tell us your story tell us a bit about you yeah so I'm Sarah my pronouns are she her and I um, have been um, in uh, several actual uh, domestic abuse relationship, uh, domestic abusive relationships. Oh, wow. um, I am uh, identify as lesbian um, or gay female. Um, I personally, I'm not the massive fan of the word lesbian. I don't even know why. Um, uh, but actually, I sh- that's something that is really difficult because actually we're seeing uh, a deterioration or a reduction in the number of people identifying as a lesbian so I'm possibly my own worst enemy on that um but yeah so I you know, that's so weird you say that sorry to interrupt you but no, yeah no, as do. you said that I was like oh my god yeah I know a lot of like gay women who say yeah. I don't like the word lesbian yeah. because yeah. It, in society sometimes it's quite said in a negative way yeah yeah that's absolutely so, so weird you've just I've never clicked that yeah absolutely oh. um so my whole coming out no don't apologize at all because it's it's really valid uh, and it is something that um actually out in world we're working on is almost trying to yeah. make sure we're using the word lesbian more yeah. Uh, so yeah. yes, I need to I need to take back the power <laughs> and uh, and use it more. Go uh, for it. Yes. Um, so I I also grew up in a household that was very very toxic and uh, there was a lot of abuse right. at home too. So there was a lot. You know, we talk a lot about the cycles and how so often when people grow up in that sort of environment, we then end up replicating that in our adult relationships, and that's yeah. absolutely true for me. Yeah. Um, I'm now in what I hope uh, is a mm-hmm. positive relationship, potentially yes. the first I've ever had. Oh, amazing. Um, and um, yeah, so there's a lot really, there's, you know, there's not a lot of talk within the LGBTQIA community about domestic abuse. Um, yeah. There isn't also something I mentioned to Natalie at the festival is what we don't really talk about is what it's like to be in then a healthy relationship after even just one negative or toxic relationship Mm -hmm. and how hard it can be not just for the survivor but also for the person who's taking that person on Um, and I know that my girlfriend has oh she's got the patience of a saint um, which (laughs) she's had to uh, because I've been an absolute nightmare Um, (laughs) and uh, and yeah, it's it's been a really interesting journey for me because it's also been about me then panicking that because of my own headspace, you know, what am I doing to yeah. her? What's the impact on her of that? And me really being very insecure about what it's like for her and, you know, then questioning why she's with me, pushing her away and, and everything else. Oh, so yeah. that's kind of why I thought it might, you know, Natalie and I had a very brief chat at the festival yeah. and here we are now. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind kind of telling us a little bit about the abusive relationship you were in? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am in a better place now. Um, I have right. been in therapy for quite a long time, um, Brilliant. which I would strongly advise. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's something, yes. again, we don't talk about mm-hmm. and we should. And especially yes. in the LGBTQIA community, when there's also a lot of internalized homophobia and yes. there's so much going on there. Well, there can be. It's not for everybody. You know, for some people, yeah. they don't have that. But I, speaking for myself, there's a lot of internalized homophobia. Um, yeah. And so therapy has been really, really important for me to try and unpick and unravel why I am the way I am. Um, right. So, yeah, I've had... Um, so. Generally speaking, and I don't like making generalizations, but um, I think the majority of those who've been in lesbian relationships would agree with the fact that they're quite intense anyway. Um, There's lots of reasons for that, or there's lots of theories for that. One is because you have a a stronger emotional connection because you're looking at both who are female um, or identify as female and generally speaking yeah. then you've got the female hormones playing a part in it yeah you've also yeah. got a level of understanding and I think even those who identify as heterosexual would say that a lot of the time heterosexual so, so women in general understand women better um and so there is also that sort of level yeah. that sometimes means things go faster um, so they are can be quite intense anyway. And because then for some people you've got the internalized homophobia or they've also had previous negative experiences, yeah. it can then lead to a very, very intense relationship. Yeah. And for some, oh, bless you, for some Sorry. that, no, don't apologize, darling. Hay fever is nasty. Um, <laughs> it's not great. Um, yeah. So for some, you know, that, it's there's no red flags there's no issues yeah. there's no you know there's no challenges um and for some actually it works really really well um having that intensity for others it can lead to a lot of paranoia it can lead to some yeah. controlling behavior yeah it can lead yeah. to um you know and it can just go further and further so i have been on the end of mainly a lot of controlling a lot of emotional um emotional abuse um I've also been on the other side of, um, and I, I know we do this, don't we? But a lot of it I put down to being my fault, um, which is, yeah. of course, not what we should be doing and not what we should be saying. No. But Absolutely I, not. because of my past, I am an absolute people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And to the extent of catastrophic for me yeah. in that what I will do is I will never ever speak up I will and so it makes it really easy for someone to control it makes it really easy for someone to pick me apart because I'm already at that place where I'm open to it Mm -hmm. um yeah I don't have boundaries I don't say no and I am forever putting the other person first because I'm scared I'm going to lose them if I don't yeah so it's made me and like again like we said it's not about I'm not about victim blaming here at all but it has made me dare I say it, an easy target. Um yeah. because I've I've let myself open to it. And like I said before, people who have had previous experiences are more likely to stay yeah. in a zone they're comfortable with, even if it's a negative one. Yeah. So yeah. there's been a lot of that really in my past. Um some physical abuse as well. Um and um yeah, I mean there's a lot of complexities uh within most of my relationship so far. So yeah. Lots of lots of challenges. And, you know, yes, I will say that, you know, some of it 
I've not been, I've not helped myself. Um, and I'm learning now how to do that, which is really important. Good. And I'm learning which now, I'm learning now with Sean's help as well. She makes me talk. She literally Great. will force me to talk and will force me in a nice way, in a nice way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> using the word force doesn't yeah, sound great, she, but I need it. I yeah. needed her to, to sit me down and go, you need to talk. You need to tell me what you are feeling. You need to tell me what you want. You need to put your boundaries in. Um, and it's a really steep learning curve for me and probably for her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm very lucky with that. That's amazing. Were you like when you guys got together? Was was it very open that you'd come out of this toxic place? And was, how was she with that? So it was fairly open because I we met actually when I was promoting Out and Wild. Um, oh. I went to a lesbian meetup, a local one, uh, to promote the festival to get some volunteers. And there she was. She walked in, and we were uh, sort of set up by some friends. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I was fairly recently out of um, a challenging relationship. Uh, it's been about six months. I was not looking for anyone. As far as I was concerned, I wasn't in the right space to be with anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I was very open with her about that. Um, but she was persistent and she <laughs> didn't give up. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, here we are. But yeah, so she no. knew from she knew from day one, not necessarily the full detail of a relationship yeah. uh, but she was aware that you know I wasn't looking for anything because although I was over my partner my ex-partner I wasn't over a relationship and yeah. I wasn't over the yeah. breakup um yeah, but like I said she didn't quit um and uh poor soul now is stuck with me <laughs> <laughs> see that's the thing isn't it it's like the aftermath of everything as well like six yeah. months obviously you're still going to be going through like you said yeah. healing process of what happened yeah. but for me my last relationship was like well the last one that was abusive it was 2018 so mm. and I've dated since and things like that but I haven't been in a serious relationship so yeah. it's so strange because obviously I know Nat you know her her and her partner um she talks me through things because personally obviously it's been a very long time for me so I'm healed on a level of myself but then I'm like what's going to happen when I throw like mm -hmm. my next partner in the mix and obviously yeah. take back the beat yeah. is a big part of my life so it you know I'm not one of these people who kind of sits down on the first date and let's here's all my baggage take it do you know what I mean <laughs> that's just what I don't do but yeah. obviously with Take Back the Beat, I think it's quite obvious, <laughs> you know, that yeah. it's yeah. going to be something along those lines that I've been through. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it, it kind of always makes me not worry, but I'm kind of like, oh, I wonder what, I wonder how I'm going to react in a relationship in that sense, because <coughs> I haven't had one yeah. yet since that. No. So I'm just like, what's it going to open up? What, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to set boundaries for both of us pretty quickly and... So I think that is one thing that I'm nervous of, but it's always nice to hear other people because sometimes yeah. I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, you know what I mean? It scares the shit out of me. Because um, yeah. I'm like, will, that, will it make me take a step back? All this sort of stuff. But then obviously I look at Nat and, I, and just hearing you, I'm like, okay, it's going to be all right. Like you've just got to yeah. be honest about it. And I suppose, you know, if your partner, well, your partners clearly love you, so it's just becomes a part of you rather than it being a bad thing. I think it was, and I still is more of a journey than potentially 
I was prepared for. Yeah. Because, and I'm still, you know, I'm still expecting things to go wrong. I'm still expecting, and the tiniest little thing, and I yeah. start to my walls go up. Yeah. I'm freaking out. I'm going, oh, here we go again. Um, and then I'm then pushing her away because I'm feeling guilty because I'm no fun to be yeah. with because I'm panicking and. Like you said, we don't talk about that. We don't yeah. talk about what happens next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And when it's been, you know, however long it's been, I think if it's been 10 years, you know, Sean, Sean was single for near enough 10 years, um, between, you know, before now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't think necessarily it matters how yeah. long it's been. I think had it been six months, had it been six years... Our defense mechanisms are still in place yeah. for a reason. Yeah. And yeah. it's so inbuilt in our brains. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it is just vital to have that person who can get alongside you and go, okay, but I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait till yeah. the day when you realize I'm not that person. And when I can prove to you that I'm not going to turn into that person that you keep yeah. expecting me to. Yeah. Um, and like I said, having the patience of a saint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that thing, isn't it? Because like we spoke about this on like previous podcasts. It's like obviously when you're in a toxic or abusive relationship, it's not from day one. It's no. six months in or a year in. Mm. It's mm. like obviously, otherwise no one would stay. Yeah. Um, it's it comes at the point when you have been already beaten down and your mm -hmm. self esteem is low. So therefore, when you get in a new relationship, you are half expecting it to do that. And then it doesn't, and you're like, well, what's wrong with you? Because you're mm -hmm. not doing that. And mm -hmm. it's that whole struggle that, like, I've been with my partner now for three years, and oh, wow. there are still times when I go, oh, my God, like, why are you doing this? What does this yeah. mean? And, like, is this, even to the point of, like, when I've had kind of financial issues, and I'm very lucky, like, he has helped. And I, I've said to Farah, I was like, does that mean he controls me? Does that, and she's like, no, he's yeah. doing it out of love. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm like, oh, because that's what, pure love is. that's what yeah the right. norm is and yeah. what do i have to do now to make this yeah. okay yeah. that's one that's something i'm really having to work yeah. on um are we okay to talk sex uh, absolutely yeah cool. go away so go this is one of the things that so for me um because of my previous partners sex yeah. has never been something that um I not that I haven't wanted, but something that has never been yeah. about me. So yeah. when I got with Sean, she was like, well, what do you like? I was like, I don't know. I like what my partner <laughs> yeah. tells me I have to like. Um, oh, wow. And so for me, it was that. And I'm still trying to figure this out. This wow. is a learning curve. But also I then use it as, okay, Sean's done something nice for me. So now I have to have sex with her because that's how I'm going to keep her happy and keep her with me. Aww. So that's been something. And her sex drive is through the roof yeah and so <laughs> i then felt pressure from that because yeah. for me it's i've never been allowed to say no i've never been allowed to um yeah. to to not have sex with my partner because i wasn't in the mood so that's been a big thing for her and i to try and it still is yeah. you know without yeah. a shadow of a doubt um it's still something i find really really difficult to find the right balance with uh, yeah. But yeah, for me, sex is about, it's the ultimate people pleaser, right? It's the ultimate. Yeah. And so it's never, for me, it's definitely about learning, you know, all about that for me, all about what that means for me and yeah. not using it as that, okay, she's done something nice for me. So now all I've got, all I have to offer yeah. here is sex. All I have, because my self-esteem is yeah. so low, I don't offer anything else to this relationship apart from being a nightmare. 
and so and causing her headaches and stress yeah. and you know and pushing yeah. her so to me sex is that okay but if I have sex with her she's gonna have a great time and then everything will be okay and yeah. she won't leave me yeah so yeah that's definitely been a balance and a juggling act but we're still very much working on yeah. we've not we've not found quite where where we need to be at on that one just yeah. yet but that's amazing that she's on that journey with you yeah and really supportive because it I, I totally get it like it's those times where you go I'm like I literally had this literally a few days ago with my partner being like I am giving you so much more stress than I yes. am worth yes like, exactly so, and like I kind of had a breakdown to Farah and said to her I was like I almost judge my partner for being with me because yes. I'm a nightmare oh yes and absolutely yeah and then he he's like what I don't understand yeah. how that's logic in your brain and I'm like and I will instantly, if we have an argument, I instantly go from zero to 100 of, well, that's it. You're yeah. done with me. Why would you want to be with me? And he's yeah. like, that's not how relationships yeah. work. He's like, I'm annoyed at you. You're annoyed at me. We move on. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. it's that learning of going, oh, actually, all that stuff I learned previously isn't correct. Mm. It isn't right that I deserve this and I am worthless. Yeah. Actually, I can have an opinion. I can say not, I'm not okay with that or that has annoyed me or mm -hmm. I'm allowed to be pissed off. It's a yep. struggle, isn't it, though, when it's like when so it's hard. all you've ever known. It, yeah. You've got to condition yourself to be like, oh, this is not all the, those five whole years would everything yeah. was wrong about it. And but yeah. I thought yeah. everything was right and that was normal exactly. and that was a normal yes. relationship. Exactly. So it's not yeah. that we're holding on to all that sort of stuff and taking it into <laughs> the next relationship in a sense of like we're not over it. But it's the fact that we don't know how to react to yeah. anything other than the way that we've been conditioned to react. <laughs> so yes. it, it's 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 figuring yeah. those little cracks out, isn't it? And going, oh, that's okay. That's I'm different. Normal. <laughs> it's normal. Yeah. And yeah. So I don't deal. I've, I'm so on the same page. Confrontation. I will. I think also because of my family environment growing up, any element of confrontation, I will literally run away from. So yeah. part of that has meant I've never spoken about anything to in a relationship yeah. about what I want because I've run away from it because I don't if I say I'm not happy with something then it's going to backfire and they're going to leave yeah. or or they're going to get very very aggressive so that's definitely something is oh and again we don't talk about mm. it we, we don't, don't talk, talk about, about no. coming out of these toxic relationships and we don't talk yeah. about like we said what it's like after that if you yeah. then are fortunate enough to have a healthy relationship you don't yeah. know how to function within that you don't know yeah. how to actually be in a healthy relationship mm -hmm. yeah. and just like you said Natalie it's that guilt of I'm causing so much more stress here I'm yeah. so much hard work I'm it's so hard to be with me why are you even here why yeah, are you what totally. is this I don't offer yeah. anything to this um yeah I so understand that mm. so understand that it's such a hard thing to kind of swallow, isn't it? And like, even to kind of, it's one of the reasons we started this podcast was because like me and Farah do do a lot of moments where I go, what does this mean? And Farah yeah. was like, what does this mean? And it's like having those moments going, actually, we can talk about the events and what happened and what we've yeah. been through. Yeah. But no one talks about that journey, that whole bit of like, well, how did I rebuild my life and yeah. how am I functioning yeah. now, yeah. 10 years on? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, actually, it's really still hard. And the things yeah. we learn throughout all the years of our life we keep going back to it's so hard yeah. to relearn something yeah 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 so it's yeah it's absolutely i mean i'd love to like know the science behind brains like brains fascinate me so much but stuff like this is just it, it's baffling isn't it mm -hmm. yeah and it's, it's amazing that shan is so on board and 
passionate for you and caring, which you deserve, yeah. but it's lovely that you've But to me, that. I don't. And I think that's, yeah. you know, that's still... Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how to... Oh, you know, be brutally honest. I don't know how to, I, I have hope that I will come out of this and I have hope yeah. that I will unlearn, but I've got 37 years of learned behavior to undo. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm hoping between her, my therapist and my new life coach, that maybe, yeah. you know, there's a chance that things will ease, but it, it takes nothing. It takes Absolutely. her, you know, she, it takes nothing for me to suddenly panic and the walls go up mm. and I'm, um, yeah you know, me reverting back to my old behaviours um, and yeah. or, or just pushing her away and being like, nope, I'm done, can't do it, can't yeah. do it, can't do it, too scary, yeah. can't do it, can't put myself in that position again because I only just, just by the skin of my teeth survived my last breakup and yeah. I, I can't, I've got kids, I can't, I can't do that again, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I can't, I can't put myself in that position again and I've got to be better and I've got to be stronger. And you're looking after yourself. Like, it is that self-defense mechanism yeah. that we instantly it go. I, I mean, was literally just about to say to that, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys do therapy together, or is it, like, do you do Not yet. Okay. Not yet. At the moment, it's still just me. Um, yeah. But it is something that I think down the line we will be looking at. Um, and I know yeah. that my therapist has already said um, that it's something we can work on. Yeah. Um, okay. Sort of, but I'm not there yet, basically. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but... As I said, I'm fortunate in the fact that Sean will make me talk and will make yep. me explain how I'm feeling. I'm not very good at it. And sometimes we it's yeah. little things actually like this might help other listeners. Sometimes I can't say it. So I will write yeah. it down or I'll text it to her and she'll yeah. literally say, right, don't text it because I can't. Wow. And I talk for, you know, I talk for a living. I, yeah. I have yeah. to talk. I can stand on stage and talk to thousands of people at conferences, but talking to my girlfriend about it's how different. I'm feeling is impossible. Mm -hmm. yeah, so some days different. it's about finding ways of doing it. It's about sending a text. It's about yeah. writing it down. It's about finding other ways of communicating when I physically can't get the words out. And things like that, you know, it's all a learning curve and her and I are figuring out what works and what doesn't. But yeah, yeah then the guilt of, well, what does she need? I'm not meeting her needs. She's spending, you know, yeah. I've always been the one giving 99% in a relationship yeah. and now she's yeah. that person. Yeah. And, or at least I, she says she's not, but I feel like she's now having to give all of that. Yeah. Um, that's the guilt. That's your guilt of, I'm a people pleaser and yeah. I actually need something right mm -hmm. now. And it's, it's so hard. I say it's all the time. Like, I feel like a burden just asking for yes. one thing. Yes. And you're like, actually like i'm only asking for something very small yeah and, mm -hmm. but it's, and like me and farrah have committed all the time because we have to call each other out a lot because we are people pleasers just as yourself yeah. like and it's so easy to yeah. slip back into mm -hmm. it and to like and then we'll have moments where we go well actually why am i suffering why is my mental health so bad why am mm -hmm. i struggling oh it's because i haven't mm -hmm. put myself first yeah. for yeah. the past however long mm -hmm. and it's yeah checking in with yourself and going actually it's okay to put myself yeah first. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm sorry right to say that. no yeah oh yeah. no i don't that word is not that's not in my vocab um it's yeah. i'm trying i'm working on it I'm yeah really i've only just learned it. it by the way so um, oh, yeah. it's scary I'm trying. Um, yeah. and i mean i'm stubborn i'm stupidly stubborn independent fearfully so and yeah uh, 
uh, Natalie would have seen, I've I've literally the day before I left for the festival, I completely blew out my ankle, um, yeah. ruptured all my ligaments, um, some tendons, and got some fractures in there. Oh Jesus! So I couldn't wait there. I was on crutches. In yeah. I've got a massive boot. I've got a good year or so of recovery at oh, least, nice. and. There I was at this festival that I've given my heart and soul into and put in literally everything I had to make this happen. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't physically do what I needed to do. I couldn't run between the tents. I couldn't be everywhere at once like I needed and wanted to be. And I had to. And I also was in the most extreme amount of pain. And I had to be like, okay, I can't do this. And what a wake-up call that was. Because I had literally no choice but to have to yeah. sit and I had to have my leg up and I had to yeah. say, right, I cannot physically be everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, I just could, I couldn't cope. Um, yeah. which is, I don't think those words have ever come out my mouth mm-hmm. because I'm determined to keep going no matter what is going yeah. on. Yeah. I yeah. will fight through it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely that point of, okay. And so Again, Sean literally was like, no, you're going to stay there. They even took my crutches off of me at one point. So I physically couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> they stole my crutches. I love that. So that I couldn't <laughs> give up, uh, which was fab. Um, and uh, it worked. So, you know, she was Good. like, right, you have to sit there and I'm going to go and do that. And, you know, the number of people who came to a festival, including the artists like Natalie, who were just phenomenal. I was like, no, stay there. We can do that. Yeah. We don't need you to do that for us. Yeah. We yeah, can. You like ran across pebbles towards me. and were like trying to grab my bags. And I was like, woman, no. I was like, I've literally, you've got a moon boot on. Like, go away. Go, leave me alone. <laughs> and then she said to you, I was like, I've never met you before, but no. I was like, go away. I can carry my own bag. You're fine. Oh. Oh, like, yeah, no, that was me. That was because that is who I am, yeah. you know. Yeah. And Which is a lovely quality. It's a really gorgeous quality to want to make yeah. other people happy. But it's when it's taken a, like advantage of is when yeah. it's a problem. Like, yeah. Never change who you are. Like never lose yeah. that love that you have for the world. Yeah. But know your boundaries. See, that's the yeah. thing hard... we've we've talked about that as well because it's like yeah. for a while after my last relationship because he obviously had manipulated me so much and knew exactly what to do and what to focus on my, you know, good nature and kindness Mm -hmm. to bring me back in because he knew it would work. So then I was like, for a while after, I was really bitter and I was like, well, I'm too fucking Mm -hmm. nice. So I'm just going to be an arsehole. I'm just going to be an absolute arsehole and then I'll get everything I want because apparently that's that's what happens in the world. If you're a a dick, then you get everything you want. So for a while I was like, how do I start being nice again without people taking me, you know, what's that saying about weakness and kindness? Yeah. Cause my brain's just <gasps> yeah. gone. Yeah. Without being exploited. Right. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't, it's really difficult. So I've had to work on that. But then again, it's the, it's the thing of like, Nats just said, don't, it's don't ever stop being who you are. Yeah. But it is again, like you said, it's trying to, to learn that word of yeah. no. And, and sometimes put, That's well, okay. a lot of the time putting yourself first um, but yeah, I really struggled with that sort of transition because I knew mm-hmm. that's what he used against me was my kindness yeah. yes, for absolutely. five years. So then I was like, well, I'm just going to be an ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a horrible yeah. human being. So apologies yeah, to everyone no, who exactly. met me after that. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, it's difficult. I was going to actually ask, because you are actually uh, the first uh, lesbian we've actually had on the podcast. Woohoo! Um, you are. Yeah, and I when literally when you mentioned it to me, I was like, Yes, I, I 100%, we need you on this podcast. Like I'd said, I really would love someone from the LGBTQ plus community. And yeah. I know a lot of people because I'm, I'm involved in a lot of like pride and stuff. And you are, because you're amazing. Like, 
that's untrying. Um, <laughs> Got to make a change in the world. Yes. Um, but like you said, no one talks about it. Mm-hmm. And especially in the LGBTQ plus community. Like, yeah. I spoke to people who I know have been in abusive relationships. And they're like, yeah, but it doesn't count. Yeah. Like, yes, it does, does count. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and that's what's going to kind of ask you, like, when you kind of came to terms with that's what you had been in. Like, yeah. how did people react to it? Was it... Because I, I know I've spoken to people before. They've gone, yeah, but, like, a girl can't really hurt another girl. And you're like, oh, oh the they so can. My goodness, because yeah. the toxic manipulation, mm. you know, that oh, yeah. we, you know, we know, we know, we know. But women, mm. you know, and I'm a complete, obviously, you know, I'm a complete feminist, you know. Yep. But 100%, at the end of the day, we know that women are really good at getting in there and doing yeah, that kind know. of emotional manipulation and yeah. I don't think it's intentional a large amount of the time I think it's yeah. some of it is just you've got two women together and just like you would in a female friendship every now and again yeah it's you know you're going to have those moments but it's obviously more intense because you're talking yeah. about a deeper relationship and a deeper connection yeah, yeah absolutely um, do you know it actually took especially in my last relationship it took someone to point it out to me um after the relationship had ended it was like yeah but they got up and you got up and what they said went and it took it took I knew I knew that there were things that weren't okay yeah but it really took coming out of that and people actually pointing things out to me to go oh no it really wasn't okay um and to really see how much it wasn't okay and I but the same applies for for previous relationships um where and it's that there's so much there's so much like I said that internalized homophobia is a big thing and also there's less of us it's harder to find someone yeah um yeah you know it's there's you know there's so there's a real lack of female queer spaces which is where out and about and men out and wild came from um there's some really good female dating sites now, but they're still, you know, they're still dating sites and they're still apps and they're still challenging in themselves. Yeah. And, and, you know, I got, I went, got set up on a blind, sort of got sort of set up on a blind date uh, with someone who turned out to be a turf, a trans exclusionary radical feminist who, oh, wow. um, it, she said she was gender critical and I went, Oh, because I do an awful lot for trans rights. I'm a director Absolutely. of trans in the city. I work with trans and non-binary young people. And that part of me is really, really, really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I was like, well, that's not going to work. Oh, God. Um, and, you know, there's, there's just a lot out there. But it is that really difficult one of where is the line? Where do you distinguish that intense connection, that yeah. intense relationship where do you draw the line between that and when you're crossing over it yeah. and when it becomes yeah. when it becomes abusive when it becomes and yeah. you know so much of it and it's not exclusively it's certainly not exclusively emotional abuse there is a lot of physical abuse within the community but yeah. it when it's emotional abuse it's hard to distinguish it can be hard to distinguish mm-hmm. where that line is mm-hmm. and yeah. when it gets crossed um, but you're right. It's not talked about. I mean, domestic violence in itself still isn't talked about. It's, it's not still talked very about. Much yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, one of the things I'm sure you've talked about it. One of the things the whole Johnny Depp case is how is that entertainment? 
how literally was that why? entertainment we said why the same was mm-hmm. why was that entertainment what, in whatever the yeah. outcome and whatever the truth is and i'm not here to pass judgment on that and i'm not going to no. but whatever the yeah. truth is between johnny and amber whatever the two of them went through it is not and it should not have been entertainment i'm all for raising awareness mm-hmm. but that's not what that was no, no. that was about not. people victim made blaming yeah. it was about yeah. it was about oh there was so much and it drove me mental it was it was awful to look to li- to look at on my social media feed every all day the time. yeah every yeah. day i'm like this is not people were making a profit off it and the hoodies with the mega pine and i sent Mm -hmm. that so many things i was like people are literally making money off this like yep and and the amount of women who were going on tiktok and like like um dubbing over the things that amber heard was saying sat with like makeup on that was a black eye and i was like that's so fucking triggering what are you doing like absolutely you're sat there with your blue tick and your two million followers and you think that's funny like it's really not it was it really it was triggering that is you know that it was absolutely the word and like i said i'm all for raising awareness and there there could have been huge opportunities there you know we don't talk about domestic violence against men we don't talk about that no um, yeah. We don't talk about, you know, it's something that I'm very aware of in the work that I do is we don't talk about domestic violence against trans women mm-hmm. um, yeah, and in those relationships. Um, we know we don't talk about that. There's so much we do not talk about, mm-hmm. which we really yeah. should. Yeah. But that was not the way of doing it. Um, no. And it was a circus. You know, it, it was shocking. Absolutely yeah. shocking. Yeah. It was. We did a podcast on it mainly yeah. because we were both really triggered by it. And like, yeah. We'd said like oh, we should we should watch it because obviously the work we're doing and the podcast and stuff, and we both were like, we need to take a step away because yeah. this yeah. is this like I watched a Russell Brand video and I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Russell Brand I don't no. hate him I just I'm, things I disagree with and that's okay yeah. we're all human, um, but it came up that he'd put this massive statement out there being like my opinion on Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and I was like oh here we go and obviously I watched it because clickbait. And he yeah. literally said exactly that. He was like, it is not entertainment, mm-hmm. it is abuse. Which, whoever you believe, we don't know the ins and outs, we're not there. But whatever yeah. it is, it's abuse, it's not entertainment. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And yeah. I said to Farah, I was like, this isn't something we should be talking no. about over Twitter no. and making no. jokes. And like, I saw a tweet that went out, and I do keep talking about it, because I just, it blew my mind. And it just said, like, Amber Heard won't see the memes and the horrible things you're saying. But friends of yours who are victims and survivors will. will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, we did the the podcast oh. on it, and then, but this was in quite early in the beginning because again we were like, right, you know, this is a great chance for us to, you know, show that awareness to it and and build on that. So we did one episode thinking that we'd do a part two, and a, and we never did because it just became a circus. Yeah. We just left because yeah. we were like, this has just become entertainment. This is when all the memes start coming in and all the hate and yeah. everything. And we were like, oh, we can't even do a serious podcast on this topic anymore no. because people are just, I mean, we could have done for clickbait, but that's not where we're at. We're trying to raise awareness to it, not no. not get people to click yeah. on it so we can sit and slag them both off. We, It was yeah. honestly horrible. And there was a time yeah. where we, we did really have to take a step back and I was like, I can't watch or listen to any more of this because it's yeah. ruining my day. Like, Yeah, no, I had to do the same. Yeah. I, I had to, and I didn't. I didn't watch any of it. Oh, my hands up to that. I did because I just knew I wasn't in a place mm. capable of doing it. No. Um, and so I had to go. No, but I had to. I knew enough. I had to stop. You know, the old Facebook scroll. I was like, nope, I'm off it because yeah. it was full of it. And I was like, this is not okay. No. no. Um, 
this is triv it's actually also trivializing something that you know yeah. has taken lives yeah. um either yeah. by abusers or because victims just can't cope and yeah. we are trivializing this mm -hmm. and like you said it's a circus and no 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 yeah. no 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 um so yeah but no sorry i went slightly off topic there no, no we all did <laughs> we all yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> slightly off topic and um, what i will say is there are numerous groups out there that are looking into and trying to support uh, abuse survivors of lgbtq relationships sorry wow abuse survivors within lgbtq relationships because yeah it is important i think the more people who talk about it the more the more like everything the more the awareness is being raised but yeah. also the more understanding there is that there is a need for it some um organizations as well even relate um are, are learning a lot more about supporting people in lgbtq relationships because yeah. again that's really important you know you talked yourself about therapy and counseling well actually when you're in an lgbtq relationship going to counseling, going to seek support for your relationship isn't easy. You can't yeah. just, because everyone still presumes that you're in a heterosexual cisgendered relationship mm -hmm. because yeah. we still yeah. live in that society. And also they, you know, they see the media side of things of, you know, everything's, if you're a gay couple, everything's great. And, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. that everything's sunshine, rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. And it's not. We yeah. still have the same issues yeah. that heterosexual couples have. Mm -hmm. We yeah. still have the financial issues. We still have the parenting issues. We still have the, you know, the day-to-day -day life that everybody yeah. else has. Um, and, you know, that's, we're no different in that no. whatsoever. No. Literally yeah. not at all. Um, you know, we still, you know, I've got three kids. Sean's got one. <laughs> Um, you know, we've got a blended family wow. now. That's a lot Beautiful. of kids for one household. <laughs> yeah, it's four kids, no waiting. Um, so, you know, there's... Love that. For us, it's worked, you know, we're really lucky in the fact that her yeah. daughter gets on really well with my children, in particular my middle Great. child, they're the oh. same age. Um, and actually, we've seen a real change in her daughter in, and her family's noticed it as well. You know, she's a lot more confident. She's come out of her shell loads. She's actually playing with oh, other children. That's brilliant. Um, and, you know, it's been really beneficial for us. But I have no doubt that give it a couple of years and they're all teenagers and... <laughs> You know, we, we're going to have yep. our own drama there. Yeah. Um, and that's just teenagers. I was going to yeah, say, exactly. that's just, yeah. But this yeah. is it. We still have the same challenges. Mm -hmm. We of still course. have that, okay, you know, financially, how on earth are we making ends meet this month? And the stress yeah. that's put on, on a relationship is no different mm -hmm. to yeah. to a heterosexual relationship. Um, and we yeah. have the other thing, whereas her and I still walk down the street and we go shopping. And if we're holding <laughs> hands, people stare at us and people point at us. Uh -huh. And so God. we and although you know that doesn't necessarily put pressure on our relationship because we're very used yeah. to it yeah. it's still something uh, we have to experience as a couple um i hate that though it, i hate that even you like even saying like, that makes me yeah, like what like, like, yeah. like what? we have to be used to it and i'm like oh what is wrong with the world yeah, yeah. Like, no it's it's yeah. still we still get looks we still get um you know we still get people staring we get the the, the thing that makes it worth it for me is every now and again we'll be out shopping or whatever we'll be wherever we are 
um, and we'll be out with the kids or whatever and there'll be a young person who will look at us, look at us holding hands and will catch my own smile. And I'm like, yeah, just for that one <gasps> young person, we've been validated, we may have validated them, we may yeah. we were visible for them and we've told them that it's okay. And that for me, I was quizzed on it the other day actually. Um, and I'm like, why don't you just stop? Why don't you just stop holding hands? I'm like, A, no, because now I just laugh at it. B, why should I? Yeah. Um, yeah. But also I'm like, because if there's one person who, especially a young person who looks yeah. at us and is like, oh, look, you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it, I will take every That's, bit of abuse, yeah. every little homophobic slur, every stare, every oh. point, Every every moving their child away from us, I would take all of that oh my just days. for that one young person to look at us and feel seen and feel accepted. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know th- that's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. Just you saying that's amazing. That is, like, yeah. I hate that you're have you're having to have that, but yeah, like good on you guys for having the strength mm. to do that. And mm. like considering what you've been through and everything that you're saying that you have all these like self doubt issues, yeah. like, it's incredible that you are proud. Like, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. And I'm so, so grateful to know you and have met you. But, like, it's amazing. Like, please don't ever take it away from the fact that you are a proud lesbian mm-hmm. woman. And that's amazing. It's taken like, a long time for me to get here. A long time. It's taken, yeah. you know, it's a whole other podcast worth of journeys that <laughs> we've, we've been through. Yeah. Um, but um, it's funny because Sean doesn't really notice it. Sean doesn't notice the stairs. Oh, really? I, I tend to laugh at them now because um, okay. I kind of got to that point. But she doesn't really notice. She was like, really? I was like, how do you not see it? Yeah. <laughs> she she has a completely different like defense. Every now and again, she yeah. sees it. But most of the time, she's pretty oblivious to it. Um, yeah. And um, But no, I, I definitely still feel it and I still see it. Um, it's but yeah, such I, a weird I, subject, isn't it? Just like... When people talk about when you talk about abuse in like same sex um, couples or like yeah. the trans community, and like I've yeah. spoke to a few people and tried to be like, would you want to come on and talk about it? And they literally say no because it's not the same and it's different or it's not seen as the same or well, it, he wasn't a man, so they weren't they weren't a man, sorry, so they it didn't hurt or like it, little things like this. And I go, yeah, but just because society is telling you that yeah. abuse is man and woman, yeah, doesn't mean that's what is actually yeah. fact. Let us no. be perfectly honest. And society it, like. is telling us it's only ever men against, against women exactly. as well. Yeah. This society Absolutely. is telling us it's only ever women that are victims, which is not the case. A hundred percent not. And you know, it's it's exactly the same. You know, men can't yeah. be rape victims. Yes, they can, hundred mm-hmm. yes, percent. Mm-hmm. And so I think the more we talk about it, and like I said, no, there are elements of it that maybe are a little bit different, yeah. but the basics are exactly the same. Abuse is abuse. Yeah. Whatever relationship you are in, even if it's polyamorous, if it's heterosexual, if it invo- if it's queer, if it's literally any of these things, abuse yeah. is abuse. And the more yeah. we talk about it, the more we raise awareness mm-hmm. of it, yeah. the more we say yes, this happens the more people are likely to go, okay, yeah, this is happening to me and I need to help myself. Yeah. I need to yeah. sort this out yeah. now. It's not normal. And yeah. the only yeah. way of doing that is to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And like, so when with uh, the festival you did, like, yeah, because obviously I, I literally came from like another gig and came to you and you then left. You did, so bless you. And literally like, did a gig and left. did the gig and left. <laughs> I was like running around. Yeah. And it was so lovely. Like I, it was so weird. Like I saw people I know from like London and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I know, it was um, lovely. It was really fun. Um, but, like, what did you guys talk about? Was there a lot of, like, places people could go and feel safe? Because yeah. obviously it was very much a proud community. Like, it was amazing. And everyone was, was so lovely. Like, it was it, a really it lovely was, energy. It was incredible. And like you said, the energy was something else, yes. actually. Oh, gotcha. um, it was 
it was remarkable and it was really profound but that had it had kind of a, a, a two sides to it for yeah. several people obviously they had been they hadn't really come out much since covid we haven't had yeah. pride events we haven't had chances yeah. for the community to get together so we did have a safe space tent um we did have an area where people could go to um i myself was available uh if people needed someone to talk to yeah um and um yeah we we did we were really cautious if there was lots of different okay. things that could have happened here one yeah. is people could have just been really overwhelmed uh because yeah. they were in an environment that they were so in desperate need of yeah. uh, but sometimes that can be really overwhelming yeah. but yeah. also we were conscious that you know there could be people who were struggling in relationships there and we joke a lot about lesbian drama and actually I think that's really relevant to this podcast is we talk a lot yeah. about lesbian drama and how there is always lesbian drama. There's always drama because it's lesbians. And actually, again, where do we draw that line? Mm, where yeah. do we cross that point of there's lesbian drama and there's abuse mm -hmm. and yes, all of absolutely. that, you know, and there were a few, there were a few sort of things we were conscious of, but we kept an eye on. We did have a couple of people who were aware of what was happening. We had, yeah. you know, I'm mental health first trade, first aid trained for example Amazing. so yes yeah, so we had lots of people on site ready and a lot of pastoral support there our volunteers were exceptional at keeping an eye out for anyone that may have needed extra support and yeah. signposting them uh, we did actually have a counselor i had a counselor uh, an lgbtq counselor a trained lgbtq counselor who was literally on the end of a phone if we needed them oh. So that's there was, amazing. Yeah, there was an awful lot we had in place that's amazing, uh, for yeah, various yeah. reasons. Yeah. For you know, we had people coming by themselves. We had yeah. so many things. We wanted to make sure that the whole ethos of the festival is around wellness, and we had to m make sure people's mental health was was protected within that. We yeah, obviously had a lot of activities, but and workshops that were connected to wellness and well-being as well, and a real holistic approach really to what we were doing. But yeah, we wanted to make sure that people were safe in every every way we could. Yeah. Oh, I oh, love that. It was brilliant. so. It was. It was absolutely fantastic, and I'll 100% be there next year, like with bells Amazing. on. Like live that life. Um, hopefully, it won't be as hot because I was dying in the heat. Yeah, like, it was warm. Bless you. Like the guys gave me like your little uh, tent thing, and I was just like, I just want to stay here and sunbathe. I, was oh. like, I know. Oh god, I I'm coming. I got to put my clothes on, and I'll, I'll be there in a sec. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you. Like. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, thank you like, so not much. At all. Absolute queen. And like the work you're doing, not just for women and not just for lesbian women, like you are amazing. Mm -hmm. So thank you oh, so much. You. It was oh, lovely so to meet you as well. I've heard I a lot about you. Oh, bless you. There's so much more I want to do. You know, I don't feel that anything I do is ever going to be enough. Um, there's so much that the community needs, in particular LGBTQ young people. That's where my heart is. Yes. And that's really what I do. You know, that is that is my life um yeah. and it is it is a life it's it's not a job um because it's too important to be anything but mm -hmm. a lifestyle but it's been an absolute honor to be here and i'd love to come back and uh, yes, update please. you on how things go because i think it's really important you know this is the start of the story hopefully and hopefully the start of a positive journey so Definitely. i'd uh, love yeah. to come back yes, in uh, a few months time and update you on on how we're all doing but yeah, i think both yeah. what you two are doing is exceptional and please oh, keep doing you. what you're doing because we need it and we need it across all the communities, uh, whether or not you're heterosexual or LGBTQIA+. Uh, we human. need to be talking yep. about it. 
and yeah. we need to keep raising the profile. So thank you for what you're doing. It's oh, amazing. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank it'd be you. great to get like, you and Sean on and have like Yeah, yeah I'd love, like, I'm couples. sure she'd love that. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> she'd love great. it. I'd I'd be really that. interesting to hear it from her side of things as well, yeah. I think. Um, it'd be, be good really to, for other people as well, like your partner, Natalie, you know, for, to, yeah. for them to sort of be a, That's yeah, awesome. you know, this is, yeah, yeah, but this is it, you know. We don't talk about what it's like for them to have to put up with us. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, it's, it's funny, I've had a few people say to me, like, their partners have listened and then understood more. Yeah. And, like, even with mine, he's very much like, oh, I get it now. And, like, even my parents, my parents listened to my episode, which was mm. harrowing. Um, and, like, my mum said to me after, she was like, I get it. Yeah. Ah, that's why this is right. And it's actually, this is what kind of this podcast is about. It's for everyone, yeah. and it's yeah. hopefully make a change, make it a bit less taboo, and yeah. people yes. won't be as ashamed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, I think amazing. Maybe we should do a uh, an out and wild podcast. We should do a remote one at the festival uh, next year, yes, and uh, and do that as well. And that would be amazing. I think. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you'll have to it. let let's me know the it. dates as well because I'd love to come and watch and see Nat oh and just yeah, be there anyway. No, so just we'll get let you there. Know. We'll absolutely yeah. get you there, and, and you can come and come and be part. And you know, we'll like I said, have that time. Yeah, have that time out. Yeah, we all need that. We all need that, and it really is the most amazing atmosphere and that absolute safe space for everybody literally for everybody yeah so although we're aimed at lgbtqia women Mm. and those who are non-binary we also are well very much welcome allies and and anyone else who needs that space so yeah we'd love to have you i'll be there i will be there we'll both be there (laughs) amazing right thank Thank you so so much much. i'll see you really soon thank you so that was the incredible sarah Oh, thank you so much for coming on. That I absolutely love that because, like you said in the intro, it's 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 a different kind of way of looking at it all, isn't it? Of, yeah. Of the journey. Um, yeah. And I think that's a really important part of it all. Yeah, um, absolutely. For anyone listening, because you know that's the part where you rebuild your life and you see the parts of you that need healing a little bit more, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. I, so I really it, love the fact she very much like she's focused on herself and her new yeah. journey rather than the past. Yeah. Like, it's really, really inspiring. It is. She's a lovely, lovely it human is. being. And I met her girlfriend at Out and Wild Festival, and she was an absolute dream. Aww. Like so chilled and laid back, like really lovely. So um. I can't wait to that'd go. Be good. Get us there, babe. We'll have a little weekend away. We get a tent and just chill. <gasps> yes, please. Let's do it's that. A date. So Sarah, we'll see you next year. We'll see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be emailing, be like, you remember? You said I've got it on a public forum, so we have to come now. <laughs> that kind of was a binding verbal contract, so we'll see you there. Yeah. Um, it'd be great to get both of them on and do a little like yeah. couples podcast. Definitely, love that. Um, I know. What an I incredible do, show. I mean. We are nailing this, guys. Killing all it. All together. What a great time. <laughs> I do have to apologise. I just was, I meant to say this in the intro. Um, I've got a fan on, and I'm really sorry if you can or hear like a little in the background. But How there dare was no you. way. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but there was just no fucking way that Nat Gray was doing this in this tiny little vocal booth, which is so sweaty anyway. No. Like, pff, I needed a fan. So apologies, guys. Like, I can actually feel the sweat dripping down my leg. How vile is that? It's so sexy. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm fit. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> do we have a win of the week? Do you have one? Do um, have one? Yeah. I've had. Oh, bless you. Well, you're alive. So. I'm alive. That's a win. 
Hay um, fever has not got me you yet. You are not deceased yet, which is good. No. She's Benadryl. battling the hay fever. Um, I, I, mean, I think I think Benadryl should sponsor this podcast because I've kept them in business for the past like two months. Well, how are you awake? Doesn't Benadryl make you really sleepy? No, they've taken out the sleepy factor of it because oh. they had to. So actually, Benadryl's just a lovely little syrup to keep me going. Like, uh, uh, oh, I love cough, that. Cough. I love that. I know. Sorry, um, you're winning the week. No, it's fine. I I headlined a festival. There you go. There's the win of the week. Ah, oh, yes, she did. I headlined. Was it? A, it was in County Durham, <laughs> and I didn't actually. Lovely. Actually, is this bad? I hope they're not listening. I didn't know until I got there that I was headlining. It had been lost yes. in translation between the agents or something. And it was this big outdoor festival that I thought I was just performing at, which great anyway, because I was Brill. like amazing. Yeah, that life. Um, and there were all these bands on and everything. And then they were like, yeah, you're closing, you're headlining. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. But you said it went really well. Oh, it was amazing. incredible. I Woo! fucking loved every second of it. Um, they were really happy. They want me back next year. Um, oh, so yeah, and it you were was, like, absolutely. My fee is quadruple. It's a million day. pounds, please. And I want all the puppies yeah. and everyone water and only blue smarties. Yeah, that's my rider for next year. Um, okay, but no, it was so that was <laughs> definitely my win of the week. Uh, yeah, there yeah. you go. Good, there you proud go. of you. Thanks, mate. I knew you would proud be. Of you. So yeah. <coughs> So I'm you're alive, me, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm headlining festivals. And I mean, you're like, not your dead. News, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I personally, I think my news is a lot bigger. But yours you is know, better. Yours. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if I had come to your festival and just like stood there in the front row, just like, <laughs> like guys, I'm I'm not dying. People would have moved great, away from you. Do you know what, that's, before we go, isn't that the problem though? Like, the second you have anything, people like COVID. And I'm like, it's not COVID. I just, I'm allergic to the air. Like, yeah. I'm literally allergic to pollen. And like, I did a gig on Friday and the instructions from the man were, turn left at the hay f- um, barrels and the, your stage is there. And I literally was like, <laughs> well, that's uh, this gig, a sneezer-phon. Oh. Um, did you so know, though, there's a thing you can get if you go to the doctors. You can the get injection. A, the injection in your bum. Yeah, a friend of ours had it done. Oh, no. And it did nothing. Oh, it did nothing. Okay. It did nothing. Because I have heard a lot of things about it being great. Yeah. Um, because I... Yeah. I don't know if I should say this. Oh, I'm excited um, for it. Well, it's not I can always cut it out. Yeah. Yeah, you might have to edit it out <coughs> if, I, if I Google oh. it when we leave. And then I'm like, oh, no, actually, don't. That was so wrong. Yeah. My mum gives me her tablets that she gets from the doctor's. Is it Fexofenadine or something? It's basically, you know, your hay fever tablets that you can buy at the supermarket. Oh, it's like extreme ones. But obviously the ones in the supermarket do have the drowsiness to them. So she's literally like, she bollocks me because she's like, don't take them and then go to your gig. Like, please don't drive. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. So she gives me like hers and they're like, they are really good. If you take them every day through the summer, like you're good to go. Um, and yeah. I don't suffer as much, so maybe to go and see about that, Pam. I'm sorry yeah. if we if you get arrested <laughs> <laughs> for drug smuggling, Pam. <laughs> drug dealing, drug dealing and smuggling drug to to me. Dealing, Pam. But there you go. Um, yeah, I might go to doctors about it. I mean, yeah. So otherwise, like I would have 100 been at your festival. I just would have coughed all over everyone and everything. And it's fine. I get it. You don't love me. Whatever. Yeah, there's that as well. You know. <laughs> 
like, oh God. We're busy women. We're very busy women. So I'll let you off. You, I'm sure you were gigging anyway. What day was it? Saturday? Mm, Sunday. What yeah, day is it today? Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday. You were working. So obviously, because that's what we do yeah. with our lives. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's amazing. So fingers crossed. The next one I can be at and support. That's a shit thing, isn't it? When everyone's a performer in your life and you're like, I'm doing this huge thing. And everyone's yeah. like, cool, it's a weekend. I'm also performing. Do I you mean, know what I mean? You're like, to be oh. fair, I didn't realise I was even doing it till I got there. In, the, in the sense of I didn't, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so I could have rang you and you'd have been like, uh, I'll be there in seven hours. So yeah, I think you'll be close. done by then. Yeah. Yeah. I'll catch the last four seconds. Yeah. I'll catch a bow. But I was like, that's so typical of me for it to get lost in translation somewhere. And then I was like, oh, okay. There's 3,000 people here. Great. Okay. Uh, let's. <laughs> oh, it's so Mike Tadowski. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Though. But yeah, I had fun. I'm working tonight as well. But um, yeah. again, it's going to be, everything's going to get taken down. <laughs> taken down, yo. Oh, one hop this time. That's quite low song. What Rhyme is? Foot, let's go. Cha-cha oh. slide. Crisscross. Cross. Crisscross. Cha-cha, real smooth. Do, there we do, go. Do, 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 do. There you go. Do I'm going to do that. That's like a five-minute song, right? <coughs> Babe, it's, I think it's about seven. Oh, sorted. I'm doing it. Babe, get that out there. Done. That's what you want to do. Um. <laughs> oh, thank dear. you guys so much yeah, for tuning thank you. in. I think the heat is getting to us now. It's like peak heat yeah. time of the day. It's 1 p.m. Yeah. So I think this is a sweat cast, a cough cast, a cry cast today. An exhausted, no sleep one. (laughs) That made no sense. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and get a cold shower. I love you. Right. (laughs) Love you all. We'll speak to you soon. Oh, don't die in the heat. Bye. Bye. We do apologize if anyone was triggered by any of the dialogue we used today. We are still learning and we are only just beginning to talk about our own experiences. We're aware that trigger warnings are completely different for everybody. So please bear with us. We love you all. We also want to hear your experiences. If there's anything you'd like to share with us, any stories, anything you are happy to discuss on this podcast, you can stay anonymous if you would like. Please send us an email at takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. That's takebackthebeattour at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media at Take Back the Beat. Thanks, guys. We love you all.